together for Left Gallery! Laugh Gallery, Katie Love. Scott Power, everybody. Scott Power. A.K.A. Sourdough. But we reviewed that. We reviewed that. Do we go when back to the sourdough? When I get a loaf of sourdough, I'll start calling you sourdough. You know, my wife, she's like, I'm not calling you sourdough. I don't care. I love it. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get the last laugh because if you outlive me, I will insist that in my memorial service, I am only referred to as sourdough. Okay. I'm just going to force her hand. What's she think about the bread? By the way, when I'm I was trying, by the way, when I was trying to romance her back yes, in the day, you made her bread. I made her some bread. You did. Yeah. You know what that loaf was called? What? Panty dropper. No. <laughs> that recipe is the panty dropper recipe. Is it really? I'm just saying. Wow. All right. Guys, little little pro tip: bake just some bread. Just get a bread maker, or go down bake to Portos. Bake some bread. Portos or Portos or that place <laughs> down the street. He, I'm hungry. He's got me working overtime. Anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Laugh Gallery podcast, where we're clearly not prepared for our own comedy or even what we're here to do. But I'm excited to talk about Blaine Kapatch, who appeared on our original first show that we ran on April 20th, Comedy 420. Four comics doing 20 minutes, and the, the wonderful Blaine Kapatch honored us with his comedy and I believe he came in at exactly 20 minutes. I'll have to check the timer, but he did a pretty darn good job of maintaining that. Katie Love. Scott Power Sourdough. Wonderful. You said the wonderful Blank Patch. I mean, that's an understatement. I mean, fucking Blaine's like a, kind of like a legend. He's like a- Yeah, he's sort of like an icon. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he he's like if you're really cool, like if you know who Blaine is, you like Blaine, yeah. you know, okay, that person's smart and cool right. and funny. If you don't know Blaine, you're fucking lame. And Blaine, okay, so Blaine was around when I was a baby comic at the punchline, and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And every once in a while, they would let me get up and tell a few jokes at the punchline San Francisco. And Blaine was one of the few nice comics that would actually have eye contact with me and answer stupid questions. And so I remembered that. And when I became a powerful producer like I am today, I said, we got to get Blaine. By the way, people, Katie's smoking a cigar right now. <laughs> I'm not. I do not smoke. But no, I did smoke cigars. I do have a funny cigar story. Let's hear it. Okay. So I was at the LA Times and I was doing ad sales and I had to go sell ads in Brentwood and it was like to businesses. And so I walked into this cigar store and I met this guy. And it was during the Sex and the City days where all the women were smoking cigars because they did that on the episodes, right? And so I walked in and I wanted to be cool because this guy was cute. And we got to, to bantering about cigars and we went into the as, little- As you do. As one does. Yeah. And we went in that little glass part. What do they call that? Humidor? The humidor, yes. The human, the the human experience. <laughs> And I had not really smoked cigars. I'd only had like a couple like puffs mm. walking around Vegas, mm. like in some polka mm. dot outfit or mm. something, right? Yes. And so now I'm inside this like humidor thing and there's just smoke everywhere and I start getting queasy. <laughs> but I'm on a say I'm actually on a sales call. And so I get out of there and I say, Hey, there's this event tonight 
and I think we're sponsoring it. Would you like to be my guest at it? And I'd love to have, you know, you come down and and enjoy our LA Times, like whatever it was, some some event we had. And a lot of cigar people were going to come there or something. I don't know why. Cigar people. Cigar people. And it was at this, like, it was at another cigar bar. Again, I'm pretending that I smoke cigars and I do not. Just to close the deal. He says, sure, I have to close up tonight, the cigar shop. I'll meet you there. And he said, I'll meet you in the whatever bar. I don't even know what they call it. The the little loungy part. And I sat in a big club chair. Mm. I got the the big cigar. And he told me what to order. So I ordered that cigar. And then I got the, what's that fancy drink, Sherry? And it's in the big thing where you oh, hold cognac? it. Cognac? Cognac. Yeah, that's it. Yes. Yeah, you can take me out anywhere. Sherry. Just, yeah, I don't even know what the fuck. <laughs> cooking Sherry. <laughs> I was drinking cooking Sherry. So he was late. By the time he got there, I was green because I was inhaling it. <laughs> and I, I said, I have to go outside. So he got there. It was like three minutes. He forgot to tell you, don't I, inhale. <laughs> yeah. And so I had to go out into the parking lot and get yeah. some fresh air. Yeah. And then uh, we dated for about three months, and he was completely neurotic. But anyway, as you can tell, I'm not neurotic on a date at all. I just drink cooking sherry. I'm happy. <laughs> you know, that's all. <laughs> just all right, but anyway. Give you a side. Give uh, me some sides. Back to Blaine Kapatch. Blaine, Blaine, shout out Blaine. We love you, Blaine. Blaine is one of the most prolific comics. He's very unique. He was a writer on Mad TV, I think. I mean, I don't have everybody's credits in front of me because I'm a professional. <laughs> but I just have so much love in my heart for for Blanca Patch. He was kind to me. He's very, very funny. He is one of the judges on one of my favorite talk shows around town. The show is called Story Smash, run by another Laugh Gallery alumni, Christine Blackburn. And he is a frequent judge on that show or one of the panelists. And so I get to see him maybe once he's a month. So judgy. Like a, he's very judgy. Follow him on Twitter. I wish I knew his Twitter handle. We'll find that out. Google it, people. Jesus Wait, Christ. For the love the of fuck? God, do we have to do everything for By you? By the way, fucking grow we'll up. Put it Jesus. On, we'll put it on what the do website. Do you want me to spoon feed you? The I think f- we are going to do that, right? We're going to put people's handles and stuff. Are we going to get that Only involved? time will tell, Katie. And I'm already exhausted with all this admin work. I mean, just <laughs> this alone. I mean, I love you, Blaine, but this is getting to be... Blaine, Ooh, what have you done for us with lately, Blaine? <laughs> but no, great comic. Been around forever in a good way, in a very good way. So Blaine that, Yeah, you just implied he's really old. He's got some maturity. <laughs> and he's a dad now. What? So when I did, did the doorbell ring and, and, he, and did dad? Yeah, he is a dad. So he always uses that as an exit after a show. He's like, I got to go. I'm a dad. Has there been a paternity so, test? Is he? I mean, is he getting hustled? Do we I, really know? No, I think he's really the father. I mean, okay, yeah, and I so think the he's kid pretty is like excited tall about and, it. Tall and long yeah. legs and skinny. Wouldn't you want Blaine as a dad? I mean, come on. I mean, by the way, I might be normal if I had a dad like Blaine. I might be normal. Well, I mean, nobody's normal after I mean, being raised by another human get, being. You know, as dysfunctional normal as I would like to be. But great writer, great comic, big heart, and that's what I have to say about funny. Blaine. Just fucking funny. He's so fucking funny. Just fucking funny. And very popular. By the way, maybe Twitter. that should be the name of our podcast. Fucking funny. I mean, uh, anyway, he's yeah. got like so many followers. He doesn't have to say anything, and he's got nine million replies. Send some of those over to me, Blaine. Selfish. Fucking hoarder. We need some. He's a hoarder. We need some followers. Fucking hoarder. Hoarding. Hoarding all the love. Hoarder. He is. God, I thought we liked him. I mean, I'd known of him and I'd seen him around and whatever. I don't. But I'd never seen him do stand up. Sorry, Blaine. 
So I was honored that he, uh, we were able to book him for our little event, and I got a chance to actually see him do his bit. Not five minutes, not 10 minutes, 20 minutes of him being, you know, Blaine being Blaine, and it was a fucking joy. And really everyone was. loved it, and it was such a fun, cool night. And, you know, he just, he was classing up the joint. I mean, because when somebody like Blaine Patch is in the lineup, you know it's the real deal. Thank you. That was me doing some begging, following him around from other shows. Kind of acting like a stalker. That's how I <laughs> Whatever book. Whatever it takes. I will come to a show you're working. Because I know you're not going to call me back. So I'll just go to a show that you're at and I will stalk you until you say yes. Hey, Blaine, can you, do, can you do an hour? Maybe we'll just do like a one hour, one man, Blaine Capatch yeah. extravaganza. Let's do that. I don't know. That's And we're going to call it something. We don't something. know yet. That's what, yeah. We're going to just call it something. Blaine Capatch. Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> We've got his whole We're career geniuses. mapped. <laughs> We've got his whole career mapped out. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a, this is a lot of foreplay. Should we get to the fucking? Yeah, talk about the art of comedy and the comedy of art here at Laugh Gallery. Laugh Gallery, Comedy Four Twenty, the one and only Blank Patch. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for one of my favorite comedians from the old days, Blaine Kapatch. Katie Love, everybody, help her down. She's having a lot of trouble. We're gonna build a ramp out to the Corolla later. Get her back behind the wheel. Hey, how am I doing on time? Good, all right. Hey, it's me, Slenderman. Thank you for coming out to the 420 show here at whatever this place used to be. And now it's this. <laughs> My name's Blaine. Thanks for coming out and supporting what we're doing here tonight, which is getting the producers really high after the show in somebody's yard. Is that raccoons? No, it's producers. Ew. Set off some traps. I'm going to look at my notes because I smoke marijuana, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to forget anything tonight. How, am I doing all right? Everything good? We're packed out here tonight, by the way. 456 people here. Isn't this amazing? All crammed into this little space. We could do a show like this without the help of some of our sponsors, you guys. We're brought to you tonight in part by Swiffer. When you don't really feel like cleaning anything, don't really clean anything. With Swiffer. We're also brought to you by Prim Nevada, a great place to throw up on the way home from Vegas. It happens in Vegas, stays in a urinal in Prim. You know the urinal, you guys know the urinal. It's by the Bonnie and Clyde death cart, Whiskey Pete's. Yeah, fucking, I'm not lying. It's all true, hand to God, my entire act, true. I was talking to some friends of mine. Uh, we're talking about a book about performers who died on stage, actually dropped dead on stage. Wow. It's happy. Yeah, it's freaky. Like uh, Dick Sean famously died on stage. Uh, he was doing a bit, pretended to have a heart attack, had a real heart attack. People laughing, laughing, laughing. Dead. <laughs> Tommy Cooper, British comedian, old school guy, like with a fez and a cigar, is doing a live TV show. Puts his big fur coat on and he kind of falls backwards and he burps and he farts. And then he falls backwards into the curtain and we'll be right back with Tommy uh, dead. 
<laughs> I think my point here tonight, you guys, is I don't have a heart attack bit. <laughs> if I go down, call an ambulance. Somebody do some chest compressions. I don't know what the ABBA song is. It's probably not Fernando, but just you gotta keep, keep me alive for God's sakes. I have a little boy, I love him. I wanna see him grow up. I wanna see him turn 18 so he can get out of the fucking house. How am I doing on time? Good. You know, we couldn't do a joke like that without the help of some of our sponsors, you guys. That joke brought to you by Tushy for the wettest balls at work. Your ass crack to soak through your pants during a job interview. Tushy's got your back. Brought to you locally by Lamps Minus. We don't have any lamps at Lamps Minus. I'm gonna go get a booster next week because I'm old. I am 56 pounds. So uh, I don't know how that, oh, what that is in years, but uh, I'm gonna go get my booster. I don't have enough room though. I'm gonna have to delete a few other vaccines, I think. I'm gonna get rid of diphtheria. It's like a huge file, it's like cat pictures. Get rid of that. Typhoid too, I think. I'm gonna get rid of typhoid. If I get typhoid at this point, I mean, it's my fault, right? I don't really need typhoid. It's like Apple Care. Uh, I'll be all right. Uh. You ever walk by crickets and they shut up? <laughs> Wonder if they were talking about you. That <laughs> joke brought to you by Crest Wet Strips. Say goodbye to dry teeth. <laughs> Crest Wet Strips. And Fruit Loops PM. Start your day off with a good night's sleep. Fruit Loops PM. It's gonna be here in North Hollywood. I'm sorry. NoHo. I'm sorry, the NoHo Arts District. I don't want to disrespect the NoHo AD, you guys, but it is good to be here in NoHo, the old arts district. I'm from regular Ho, so it's good to be in a different Ho for a change. I love coming up here. It's really nice. It's relaxing. It's great. I was driving. Hear people opening cans during your comedy set. You know you're, you know you're killing it. There's somebody tapping the monster. But yeah, I like this place. My mother-in-law lives in Toluca Lake. I was up here earlier looking for parking. Drive around, yeah. I could give up here. Totally give up here. It's close to the 170. There's an in and out. Probably schools, I'm assuming. And when he's gone, when he grows up, he's got a life of his own. My wife and I can finally relax, do what we want to do. I'll roll up my sleeves, go out the garage, blow my fucking head off. Here in NoHo. And that joke, of course, brought to you by Crazy Glue Band-Aids. They're not going anywhere. <laughs> Whenever I'm in NoHo, I always try the deep dish pizza. Anybody? Taurus, you gotta have the deep dish pizza when you're in NoHo. Everything you've heard is true. I love Los Angeles. I'm 30 years in Los Angeles this year. Grew up in, Pen grew up in Pennsylvania. Fuck you, Pennsylvania. Fucking suck it. 
I'm a, I live in California. I love it here. L.A. is my favorite. People go, why do you live there? Why not? It's the greatest. Thank you, sir. Cheap applause. Keep it going. Do I Venmo you or what? How do we do this? I love Los Angeles. It's like a freak tent at a circus. Step right up to the Los Angeles freak show tent. See stereotypes of show business. Alive, alive, alive. See the motorcycle that takes up three parking spots. How is it possible? Alive. See the writer with health insurance. How did it happen? Alive, alive, alive. That's a new one. Why do strangers always feel compelled to tell me how fucked up they got on edibles? <laughs> People I've never met constantly telling me how fucked up they got on edibles. Excuse me, we've never met. I got really fucked up on edibles at a party the other night. Why are you telling me these, these things? First of all, you didn't get that fucked up. It didn't happen. You got sick. And you thought you were fucked up. I'm not an edibles guy. I smoke pot every day for decades. I don't like edibles. My wife loves them. Knocks her out. <laughs> now you're killing when you hear the singing in the bathroom. Here at the Comedy Chateau. Or whatever this place used to be. I'm not going to riff on the art. We were talking about, should we riff on the art? No. Like I said, I have a kid, by the way. Eight years old. His name's Oliver. If you want to lure him into a van, that's his name. I know your dad. He found my porn stash a couple of days ago. I had to shave. Hit it. I know, no, for real, he found my porn stash. I forgot I had one. I forgot I had one. It was like a couple of moves. I guess it was in the back in a, you know, old box of butt plugs. I'm never in there. But he found it. He finds all that stuff. And I, it was very awkward because I had to have the talk with him right then and there and explain what a VHS tape was. <laughs> you see, son, when a man and a woman love each other very much, and the woman goes to the grocery store for a couple hours. The man takes the tape here and puts it in this slot. Oh, your mom's home. That joke, of course, brought to you by car alarms, letting you know a motorcycle went by. Car alarms. You know, people make fun of Sting because of the tantric sex thing, but I'd like to see you fuck your nanny for six hours. You guys are married 17 years. I'm coming up on 17 years in, in September. It's nice. Love my wife very much. She's great. Thank you. She gave me my third, this is my third haircut in two years. I said, just fucking make me look like Todd Barry. I'll deal with it. I have one show on Wednesday. I don't care. We have a good thing, me and my wife. This is her sweatshirt. I'm wearing her underwear. It's all, it's all good. No, I'm not gonna do that one. I did a little, uh, I did a little manscaping last week. 
finally got around to that. I've been meaning to do it for a while. I put in a little staircase that leads down to the koi pond. <laughs> Get down there and spend a little me time. In my taint. Did some cool stuff today. I'm pretty happy about it. I uh, uh, got some tickets. Two up front for the Bang Bus, live at the Kennedy Center. <laughs> Flying back for that one. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I don't think I've ever seen Bang Bus live. They're with Shen Yun this time. It's gonna be a great show. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I got behind the Bang Bus in traffic the other day. and uh, uh, You know what? I, I think the Bang Bus is a good start, but I'd like to see more Bang Bike lanes. <laughs> That joke brought to you by uh, Ross, dress for what? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> My wife and I, this is more good news. My wife and I scheduled some sex. <laughs> yeah, you know what that's like. These guys, give it up for these guys, 17 years. Now to schedule some sex. Next Tuesday, between 10 and 2, I gotta be home. Gotta be home for it. Cut to me on the 405. Come on, come on, come on! Get home, get my pants off. There's a post-it on my dick that says, Sorry we missed you. <laughs> Who's we? We don't go out much, my wife and I, since the pandemic. I call it the holidays. I've been calling it the, yeah, the, since the holidays, just... Wife and I don't go out too much. We had to make the difficult decision to have our babysitter put down. <laughs> it's a very sad, sad day, sad day. Yeah, she was getting old. She's like 15, that's old. That's old for a babysitter. It's a good run, good for you, 15. We were in the car, she knew. My wife and I, we compare our, our schedules at the beginning of the week. I see what we're doing. Uh, she told me the other day, she goes, uh, Wednesday, I have a mammogram. And I said, whoa, Black Betty. <laughs> hey, you know what? <laughs> Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Don't ever say, whoa, Black Betty, when your wife says mammogram. <laughs> It's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. In the abstract. Don't say, whoa, Black Betty, when your wife says mammogram. Also, don't explain how funny it is. Makes it much worse. That joke brought to you by ape shit. When you gotta go something, go ape shit. From the makers that jump in a lake and fuck yourself. And on bug spray. You like bugs? They love you. I sat on my hand the other day, so it would feel like somebody else was doing the dishes. I try to fill in the spaces with jokes. That's my new approach with comedy. I'm gonna try to fill in the spaces between bits with jokes. That's my, my new thing. I don't like it when people talk in internet abbreviations. Does that bother you? People go, BRB, LOL. I mean, it bugs me. AITA? AI? AIR? That was for two people. 
It's boutique comedy. <laughs> that joke brought to you by Refrigerator from Milton Bradley, A Game of Escape. <laughs> I'm an old guy and an old dad. Like I said, 56, my kid's gonna be nine. My dad was old. He was like a World War II Navy guy, greatest generation guy, that was my dad. Town barber, captain of two bowling teams, Mason, that was my dad. He was like a hack dad. He would do hacky dad stuff. People don't believe it. Do you know what he did when he found out I was smoking? Of course you do. He sat me down, made me smoke an entire pack of cigarettes. I learned to smoke pretty quick. <laughs> I think I smoked five. He made me smoke five. And I was like, oh God, gray and sweaty. I only smoked till I was 39. <laughs> do you know how I learned how to swim? Of course you do. We're up the lake, didn't want to get in the water, I was scared. My dad picked me up, took me to the end of the pier, made me smoke an entire pack of cigarettes. <laughs> Learn how to swim pretty fast. <laughs> that joke, of course, brought to you by Three Guys Burgers. Fuck those other two guys. They know what they did. Three Guys Burgers. And fleshlight. Feels like you're fucking a real flashlight. It doesn't cut your dick up like a real flashlight. Flashlight! I took the vocal chip out of my big mouth billy bass and I put it in my fleshlight. None of that on my wall. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, be happy. me fucking a flashlight. <laughs> uh, that joke, of course, brought to you by Lysol Wipes. Great way to wipe Lysol on things. <laughs> like that one. That was a good one. I wish I could do Lamps Minus again. I got a kick out of Lamps Minus. You're a fun bunch. Thank you for coming out. This is, this is a blast. It's my first time doing comedy. I won a radio contest. I've been listening to a lot of satellite radio in my car. I'm a big dish. I love, uh, love 40s Junction. That's my favorite. Such upbeat music and such horrible times. Here we are walking home in the cold. I love being with you out here in the cold. We got nothing, but we're together. And you're going to war. Here we are walking home in the cold. The horrible 40s. You ever been there? They sucked. You could die from a toothache in the 40s. Everybody born looking 50 to begin with. Singing like little kids. Uh, Mares eat oats and does eat oats and little lambs eat ivy. Jesus, grow up. Didn't you people drop two nukes? For fuck's sake. The Andrews sisters, too. Like, woohoo! Boy, there were some randy ladies, weren't they? They were always talking about weird euphemisms for action in the 40s. Well, when the boys come home, Hoot Nanny Franny's gonna blow everyone in town! And she's a squirter! Wait, what? Oh, uh, that meant something else in the 40s. That was a. <laughs> 
What did squirter mean in the 40s? Oh, uh, when they built the planes, uh, they would have to wash the planes with the hose to get the aluminum dust up before the paint. Oh, and they were called squirters. Oh, okay, I guess. How about the blow everyone in town part? Oh, uh, she would suck off the Marines. Oh, okay. Some things never change. Like I said, we're, uh, my wife and I are coming up on 17 years. Love it, being married. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. I think the hardest part, and I'm sure you guys will agree, talking dirty gets old fast. You run out of things to say after years and years and years and years and years. Try to keep things fresh with a Sailor Moon outfit or something, but I have to take it off, it just gets itchy. I wish I just had somebody there to help me out, like a, like a Cyrano de Bergerac, like a Roxanne, a fluffer in the bushes in the bedroom kind of feeding me sexy lines while I'm having sex. Oh yeah, you're so, I love the, that, uh, if we could, line! <laughs> Tell her she's got nice cans. Tell her you want to motorboat those cans. Ah! Oh, uh, I want to motorboat your cans? That doesn't sound like something you would say. No. No, it doesn't. After a while, it just kind of turns into a conversation, doesn't it? Oh yeah, you like that. Oh yeah. You like that, huh? Yeah. You like that better than that restaurant we ate at last week, huh? Oh yeah, I hated that place. Yeah, you really hated it. Oh God, yes. What was the name of that place? I forget. I forget, was it like French? We thought it was Italian? No, it was, I thought it was Italian. It turned out to be, turned out to be French. Okay, don't, no, put your phone away. Don't Google it. I have to look it up. It's gonna drive me crazy. I won't be able to concentrate, and then you know what happens. Okay, all right. Let's hurry up. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Ding! Who's that? It's my sister. Don't answer it. Hurry up. Loupiette. Oh, right, Loupiette. It was French with the two T's. Yeah, it wasn't, that wasn't too bad. They had those eggs. Oh, yeah, they had those eggs with the little Parmesan on them. They were dusted. They were so fluffy. Yeah, I like those eggs. Yeah, you like those eggs, huh? They're, they're pretty good eggs. Oh, yeah, you like those eggs. Oh, they're pretty good. Ding! Oh, oh, no. What? Norm MacDonald died. <laughs> Eat her ass! <laughs> hey, you're a wonderful audience. Thank you for coming out. My name is Frank Patch today. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for listening to the Laugh Gallery Podcast. Please remember to like and share this episode with your friends on social media. Laugh Gallery is brought to you by Crew S Studio in Los Angeles, California. And our theme music was created by Dan Ubik, and that's me, at Dan U Productions. Special thanks to our partners at We Edit Podcasts, Polymash, Riverside, Captivate, and Burbank Podcast Recording Studio. Thanks again for listening to Laugh Gallery. <laughs>